up, everybody? Welcome to another episode on the Christian Constitutionalist Podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about Marxism. Marxism is a form of communism, but I'm going to provide information that will help you understand it better if you're not familiar with it. And um, everything that I that I am putting out, all the information that I'm, that I'm providing, please look into it yourself. I've got a few articles today that I've got to get through you know, quite quickly um, because of the time. And I, please, please, please go and look up these things yourself and really think about the state in which our country's in. Remember, the search engine that I use is not Google. It is DuckDuckGo. There's not as much censorship on here, and there's a lot of good material that you will not be able to find on Google if you look it up on there. So the first one, childexplain.com. They have an article, and it was written on January 3rd, 2022, and it's titled, What is Marxism in Simple Terms? I'm only going to read a few points here, so bear with me. Marxism is a type of economics that people believe that the government should own all the companies and manage them for the good of everyone. Marxism is a political and economic theory. One example of Marxist would be a communist. A communist society is one in which the government owns all property and controls the distribution of wealth. Everybody gets a job, but there is no competition for jobs, so everyone has the exact same salary, including doctors and lawyers. Marxism is a theory that criticizes capitalism as inherently exploitative and inhumane because it does not allow the laborer to share in the benefits of their labor. The capitalist profits, which are extracted from the laborers, represent an unjust appropriation of the worker's product. Marxism sees the exploitation as inherent in capitalism and seeks to abolish it with socialism and communism. Marxism is a set of economic theories that were made by Karl Marx. Marxism includes different sets of theories, but in general it argues that capitalism is the cause of problems and needs to be replaced with socialism. It would be like if you were at a restaurant and you had to wait for your food for an hour because the cook would just take talking to someone instead of cooking. Personally, I wouldn't have used that example. Uh, I'm going to read a couple more points, and I'll give you my example. But, okay. Marxism is a set of beliefs often associated with Karl Marx and Frederick Engels that call for the establishment of classless and stateless society. Marx and Engels argued that capitalism was rooted in global economic contradictions, such as the exploitation of workers by capitalists, which would produce internal tensions leading to its self-destruction and replacement by socialism. According to Marxists, socialism is traditional is transitional. Uh, I think they meant to say is a is a transitional period between capitalism and communism. Marxism is an economic theory proposed by Karl Marx. It argues that capitalism results in concentration of wealth and power, and that socialism is necessary to bridge the gap between classes because it would result in common ownership of property. Marxism is the idea that the government should have control over businesses. Government should also have more power to help people who are less fortunate, even if they are not the ones who are, who are the least fortunate. There are lots of different types of Marxism, but most people think it is an economic system. One type of Marxism says that there should be no private property and everything belongs to everyone. I'm going to stop right there. Does this sound like what's being taught in our schools? Y'all ever heard of equality? 
quality sounds good from the outside, doesn't it? You know, you know, everybody, everybody um, has the same thing. Everybody profits the same. But when you really dig deep into it, it's really a a way to cripple a country and to um, oppress the citizens of a nation. Let me give you an example. Look at Venezuela. That's a socialist country. It was once very beneficial, was it not? One of the richest countries on the earth. But because of Dominion and them hacking the um, the voting machines and selecting the leaders to grab a hold of that nation and oppress the citizens of it, um, they have now become a socialist nation. There's equality in Venezuela, absolutely. Everybody's poor. That's what they don't tell you in these schools. And if you really think about it, those who do who do work hard, those who do study hard, if they make an A, if a student makes an A and another student makes an F, guess what? In a equality society, um, everybody gets an A. If I work 80 hours a week and someone works 10 hours a week, we get the same pay. Eventually, those who work hard will stop working hard or work less hard and if, if not quit and stop working at all because they are working and getting paid the same as those who are working less. That's going to cripple a country, but this is what's being taught in our schools. I heard equality being taught in the military. Everybody has equal opportunity. Look, I'm fine with equal opportunity, but they what 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 they what they don't explain is equal opportunity is not is not what the, what you think it is. It's not an equal uh, opportunity to get a job. It's equality is diversity. Okay, such as based off the color of your skin or your circumstance or your background or your nationality that's what they use to promote equality and instead of picking qualified candidates they are picking people because of their nationality their their color um their sex orientation um whether it be male or female um you know their their uh, their sexual lifestyle, whether it's they're homosexual or straight, it, it, they're using this stuff to divide us, and they're putting equality over it to to cover the um, the nastiness um, underneath. And this is what's being taught in our schools. Again, it's even being taught in our military. Next thing is the impact of Marxism in our society. Marxism. Communism, same thing. This is by Monday Monday Network. Title is Brainwashing America, the Four Stages of Cultural Marxism. Now I'm going to try to get through this quite quickly. Stage one, demoralization. A demoralized individual will not be able to distinguish between truth and lies. Educators spend years instilling Marxist ideologies. They have largely been prohibited from teaching American values. Facts are irrelevant. They subvert Christianity and traditions. Patriotism, heritage, and common sense are eroded. <laughs> very true and very well said. Um, stage 2, distri uh, 
destabilization. This stage occurs through economics, foreign policy, and defense. If you can disrupt the nation, you can easily continue to demoralize its citizens. We can see economic decline and staggering unemployment, high taxes, and the increase of welfare. Failed foreign policies have armed our adversaries. Radical Islamic terrorists are killing Americans. They are decimating military and defense budgets. This is exactly, exactly what's going on in our, in our country right now. Stage 3, Crisis. This stage is where we are post-2016 election. Professors are co uh, coddling over emotional students on university campuses. Violence and protests are, fill are filling the streets. Inclusion by segregation is a new normal as, as race uh, relations digress. Chicago is a war zone. Criminals are targeting an ex uh, an executive. Criminals are targeting and executing um, our law enforcement officers. Sharia law is governing Dearborn, Michigan. Stage four normalization. Complete and utter chaos best describes the stage. The country is at war with itself. Promises of free stuff creates visions of a utopian future. The leftist, uh, the left Marxist quest for power is resolute. This is where the election of Donald Trump becomes so important. Now, um, trying to find the date in which, okay, this was published November 15th of 2016. But the same things are, still apply to even now. It was very important that Donald Trump got in, and it's great to see that this article was was written back then. But um, what what these stages are, um, what they point out, it's exactly what's been going on in this country for a long time. I'll keep reading. Cultural Marxism is not a new threat. This ideology subversion began in the 1960s at liberal colleges and universities. Those students are the ones seeking power today. They have been perpetrating their communist ideologies through the generations. Today's millennials are the result. Until now, demagogues have been ruling the roost. Uh, President-elect Trump has a difficult job ahead of him. He must find a way to erase decades of Marxist indoctrination, stabilizing a lackluster economy, bridging the racial divide, and securing our borders are top priorities. Restoring American values such as faith, family, and freedom is imperative. Eliminating failed liberal uh, education policies is key. As we know today, that's exactly what President Donald Trump did. And the election was stolen. And it's very important that we the people put him back in ourselves. Because they're not going to do it through the government. There's too much corruption with the deep state and with the swamp. Okay. Uh, here's another one, uh, another article. It's the commonsenseshow.com. Um, article is titled 15 Ways America Has Become a Communist Nation. Um, I'm going to read some of this, and then, again, y'all can read the rest. Okay. Most Americans will fall into a state of uh, cognitive uh Dissonance, excuse me if I messed up that word, and deny that any of this has happened. 
Please allow me to send these people over the edge this morning with more facts supporting the notion that the communists are in control and total takedown of America is in progress. Please consider the following. Remember, I'm only going to read a few. In less than 100 days, America went from being energy independent, thanks to Trump, and now we are on the verge of extreme shortages and rapidly rising fuel costs, which will impact the cost of every goods sold in America. The economy has been destroyed on purpose. We are just waiting for hyperinflation to kick in. Food shortages are beginning and fuel will be unaffordable and soon it will be unavailable. Number two, we are living through a a maoist cultural revolution where up is down and down is up. Excuse me if I messed up that word. Um, work uh, Woke is making us broke. The family is under attack. Fame, social, sociologist, um... Amitai Etzioni once said that the family can survive without the state, but the state cannot survive without the family. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> this is a true statement for a conventional society, but where the people serve the government, the family cannot maintain a dominant position, and that is exactly what we see going on as evidenced by CPS-sponsored child sex trafficking and child porn. Number three, we see the legalization of drugs across America. What will this do to the morality and, and ambition of the younger generation? Jackie Kennedy once said, We won't be judged by what we accomplished as much as we will be judged by how we raised our children. The so-called pandemic, which I call personally plandemic, shut down schools, killing learning, killing normal socialization, and taught then the government is in charge of all things. Number four, we have a commander-in-chief who is, without question, being controlled and blackmailed by China and Ukraine. Yes. Yes. I'll read one more. We have witnessed the change of allegiances of many prominent politicians to communist nations, as well as drug dealing. I believe it's called uh, CHICOM? Uh, C-H-I-C-O-M. CHICOM. Control cartels. Um, the betrayal of America is omnipresent in every branch of government, every major corporation, and most of our schools and universities. Some of the uh, implicated politicians uh, who have betrayed their oath of office, as covered repeatedly on the site, are Pelosi, Schumer, AOC, The Squad, um, Feinstein, Mitch McConnell, Governors Newsom, Ducey, Cuomo, Whit uh, Whitmer, and a cast of thousands. They only listed a few, but that is very true. Um, number six, every major league sports operation is woke. Every major, uh, every major is corporation. Uh, I think they misworded that. Every major corporation is woke, and if you want to work, you must bow down to their identity politics. In um, uh, in one of the most racist movements in American history. Seven, the entertainment industry is controlled and served the Chicom agenda. Eight, big tech is on board with purposely derailing America. They support all extremists. Uh, autocratic movements. I really hope I'm saying some of these words right. Uh, which disallowing Christianity, um, canceling free speech, and stomping out any uh, dissent. Number nine. Our military is being purposely weakened. We have Chicom troops off both of our borders. Ten, we have witnessed a stolen election and elections, and now the thieves have control of the voting process. So, 
Stalin, Stalin is smiling with glee from the gates of hell as America learned what he knew when he said, I don't care who votes, I only care who counts the votes. America will never have another free election again. Y'all can read the rest. Um, I got a little bit more time left. Um, but, you know, people, th this is real right here. Um, th these points are, are, are spot on, and that's why I'm reading these to you. Please do y'all's research into this. This is real. Um, if we don't nip this in the butt right now, if we do not repeat 1776, um, our country is lost forever. And that's why I stress it so much. This next one is by the Daily Bell. And the title is 10 Ways the Communist Manifesto Has Infiltrated the USA. Uh, number one, I'm just going to read the points. Abolition of property and land and application of all rents of land to public purposes. Number two, a heavy progressive or graduated income tax. Number three, abolition of all, of all right of inheritance. Number four, confiscation of the property of all immigrants and rebels. Number five, centralization of credit in the hands of the state by means of a national bank with state capital and an exclusive monopoly. Six, centralization of the means of common, uh, communication and transport in the hands of the state. Number seven, extension of factories and instruments of production owned by the state, the bringing into cultivation of wastelands and the improvement of the soil generally in accordance with common plan. Number eight, equal liability of all to labor, establishment of industrial armies, especially for agriculture. Number nine, Combination of agriculture with manufacturing industries. Gradual uh, abolition of the distinction between town and country by a more uh, equitable distribution, distribution of the population over the country. Number 10. <laughs> Hear this. Free education for all children in public schools. Abolition of children's factory labor in its present form. Combination of education with industrial production. Whew. Let me tell you something. Most of the time when something is free, it's crap. Is it not? And it's definitely crap if it's offered by the government. People, pay attention to all of these. And again, I'm going to keep saying it. Do your research. Look up these articles. Look up more articles. Um, that I, I don't have time to read in the in these sessions. Look them up. Do your study. Educate yourself on them, and educate your family on them. I, I've said this over and over again. You want to know the strength of a country? Look at the family. And right now, the family is very weak, which is why the country is weak. And if we don't get the family right, if we don't put God back in the family, if we don't put the Constitution back in the family, if we don't understand the Bible and the Constitution in its context and apply them properly to our daily lives and make it a lifestyle, we will fall. Mark my words. We will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read uh, one more article and then the time is yours. This is by the Organic Prepper. 
The title is The Communist Invasion of America Has Been Quietly Going On Since 1933. How did communism get a foothold in America? Communism involves armed men and gulags in the end, but how do you take over a country as silently as possible in the preceding steps? First, understand that the hand which rocks the cradle rules the world. If you can, if you can control the youth of any country, you can control the future of any country. I'm going to read that one more time. If you can control the youth of any country, you can control the future of any country country. The next step is to attack the written laws of a nation. How many times have I said that the Constitution has been watered down and redefined, and a lot of the laws and a lot of the amendments that have passed after the, the original 10 have been unconstitutional? If you don't know this, and the Constitution even says that, that I'm paraphrasing here, excuse me, that anything unconstitutional, any laws that are passed that are unconstitutional, are null and void. Just saying. Back to the article. Written law based on human rights is, an, is a hindrance to communism. The authors of charters and constitutions often build them with the in, uh, evasion in mind. To encounter this, the influential communists must target the youth of a nation. Let me tell you something, people. How many times have I said that the government, the evil, the globalists, the communists, the socialists, uh, the tyrants, they go after who? The most vulnerable. Who is the most vulnerable? The youth. I'm going to keep reading. Um, in addition, a communist must target the laws of such as well. Infiltrating the law schools and courtrooms of an entire nation up to the highest levels is often necessary. People, what do we see today in our in, in the DOJ? What do we? What, how many judges have not opened cases because they've getting paid under the table to not say anything? How many times have people gotten away with murder because they got together with a judge that has connections with 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 family members, friends? And, and, and other elites to try to um, get the one who is uh, guilty free again. Happens many, many, many times, and it happens often. The next, uh, let's see. Finally, communists must be in position in positions of power. This is easier than it seems. All the communists need to do is stroke all the communists need to do is stroke envy and anger in the populace, thereby pitting them against each other. Side note, how are they doing this? They're doing it with election fraud. They're doing it with nationality, with color, with critical race theory. Are y'all see teaching equality? Are y'all seeing this now? Homosexuality, taking God out the schools. Are y'all seeing this? I've, I talk about this all the time, people. Talk about it all the time. By stroking fear, anger, and greed, one can get large swaths of the people to clamor for the empty promises of a paradise offered to them. As a result, the communist easily takes office. 
Once this happens, getting other communists into positions of power becomes infinitely easier with bribes and tampered voting. And then it says, let's take a closer look at who contributed to the communist takeover of America. Communism in the, in the American education system. Vladimir Lenin said, give me four years to teach the children and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. It should come as no surprise that America's schools have long been the victim of communist ideology. Below are just a few of those responsible for developing collectivist uh, collectivist thought in modern day America. I'm only just going to read um, the 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 names, and um, it looks yeah. I'm just only going to read the names. First one is John Dewey. Uh, he is the father of American education that only uh, that taught that the only truth was what man said to be. What does that sound like? The my interpretation and indoctrination, does it not? Hmm. Interesting. He said that learning from history was bad and learning from one's parents and family members was foolish. Hmm. Got it. Uh, the Building America series of school textbooks. After communists introduced a textbook, you know, I'll read some of the names and read some of the things that they have on here. After communists introduced a textbook within American schools that was too blatantly communist, causing outrage throughout the country, more subtle means, uh, more subtle means of introducing Marxism to young Americans were put into place. The Building America uh, textbooks. How about we look at uh, Theodore Woosley? Uh, president of Yale College, Woosley was one of the many top-tier co uh, college workers who did what was possible to undermine the U.S. Constitution. Woosley is known for the statements such as the fear of the state. The sphere of the state may reach as far as the nature and needs of a man and of men reach, including intellectual and aesthetic, um, aesthetic wants of the individual and the religious and moral nature of its citizens. Uh, communism in the American legal system. We've seen numerous attacks on freedom throughout the law process as well. Entitlement programs, the assault on the Second Amendment, and forcing Americans to submit to a draconian set of rules to follow in a self-defense shooting to avoid arrest were all part of the brainwashing uh, of American law. Uh, Christopher Columbus uh, Langdale. This Dane professor of law at Harvard Law School systematically changed how students studied law at colleges throughout America. Langdale uh, dropped the Constitution uh, as the deciding factor of whether something was legal or not. In addition, he adopted what is known as the casebook method, consequently causing decades of future lawyers and judges to decide the case based on what they thought the outcome should be. 16, the 16th Amendment Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived without uh, apportionment among the several states and without regard to any census of or, uh, census or um, numeration. Meshing perfectly with the communist manifestos uh, calls for a heavy progressive and graduated income tax, the 16th Amendment was Congress's way of deciding that they could now tax people's income. 16th Amendment violates Article 1, Section 2, 
and 9 of the Constitution and violates the Fourth Amendment of the Bill of Rights as well, now giving unlimited power to snoop into people's private lives. Article 1, Section 2. Representatives and direct taxes shall, shall be apportioned among the several states which may be included within this union according to their respective numbers. Uh, section 9, Clause 4. No uh, capitation or other direct tax shall be laid unless in proportion to the census or enumeration herein before uh, directed to be taken. Fourth Amendment, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall, um, shall not be violated. People, it's right there. That's why it's very important to be constitutional. So people, with everything that I have said, um, again... Forgive me if I mispronounce some words. I apologize. But please take what I said and do your own research. It is very important that every one of us gets back to the Bible and gets back to the Constitution. If we do not know the Constitution, we will not know the power in which, uh, was in which, in which we have. It's very important that we get back to the Constitution and get back to the Constitution now. We do not know our rights. How can we? How can we fight for them? Again, if you listen to, I believe it was my last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, America, republic or democracy, people, we are not a democracy. We are a republic. We have the power, not the government. The founding fathers specifically gave us the power to overturn the government if they became tyrannical. Let's get back to the Constitution. Let's study Marxism and communism. Let's understand our enemies and their tactics, and let's take America back once and for all.